Welcome to the Clear Skies Camino podcast. My name is David Smith. Each episode introduces you to a person who has walked El Camino to Santiago, a series of pilgrimages to the shrine of St. James in Santiago de Compostela. This week, my guest is Maria Seco. Murillo lives on the Camino de Santiago in Pontevedra. Having taught Spanish in Ireland, she returned home to Spain. Maria now shares information about the Camino on her blog, SpanishForCamino.com, and teaches Spanish for the pilgrim in mind. Last year, Maria walked the Camino Inglés from Ferrol, and she is here to share her story. Welcome, Maria. Hi, David. Uh, thank you for having me on your podcast. It is my pleasure. I'll come back to your Camino later, but uh, tell me how you discovered the Camino de Santiago. Yes, I think I probably have always been aware of it. Um, I can't remember definitely a time when I was like, oh, there's this thing called the Camino, you know. Mm. I mean, I, as you mentioned, I live in, in Pontevedra. That's about 60, 70 kilometers from Santiago. Um, my dad is actually from the Padrón area, which is closer to Santiago. Anyone who knows the Camino Portugués, mm. you know, would, would know. Um, so I have family in that area, in Santiago, Padrón, all, all that area. So I've always been going, you know, to Santiago and all that. So I think I've always been aware of it. Um, the difference I've noticed in the last few years is that I think before, uh, let's say when I, when I was a child, I was aware of the Camino, but I think it was mainly the Camino Frances. You know, when people spoke about the Camino or someone mentioned they were going to do the Camino or had done the Camino, um, it was mainly the Frances. Yeah. And I don't remember either seeing many pilgrims here in Pontevedra, you know, um, walking through uh, the city or anything like that which I do now. I mean, you do, you know, I see plenty of them uh, these days, you know. That's certainly the case for me. When I dis uh, discovered the Camino, the first Camino I discovered was the Camino Frances. Mm -hmm. And it was only a couple of years afterwards that I discovered the, the Camino Portuguese. And it was in 2018 when I walked the Camino Portuguese uh, from mm -hmm. Agarja with my brother. Um, and... Um, when did you decide to walk the Camino, uh, uh, the Camino yourself? Um, I, I must confess, I, although it's always been there, you know, as mm. I said, you know, in, in the background, I've always been aware of it, but I wasn't really very interested in it. You know, I was mm. like, oh, this is for like crazy people <laughs> who wants to be walking for 20, 30 kilometers per day, uh, day after day for weeks. I don't know. No, this is not. Uh, this is not for me. You know, that was that was my. You know, were my thoughts at the time. Mm. And then, I mean, 
I, I don't really know when exactly or why. I do remember that when I was um, living in Ireland and teaching Spanish there, there were a significant number of people who joined the lessons. One of, the, of their motivation was to do the Camino. Mm. You know, either they had maybe done one or part of one before, and they, you know, felt a bit frustrated because they didn't know any Spanish and there were times when, you know, they wanted, they needed to say something and uh, they couldn't communicate because there was no one speaking English around them or, you know, situations like that. They would, they would tell me about things like that. Or it was their first Camino and, you know, they just wanted to learn a little bit before um, they went. So I suppose that's when the, you know, <laughs> the idea started um, getting into my head. And I mean, the classes were not, uh, those classes, you know, they, they were not anything specific for the Camino. It was just general um, Spanish. But I saw that that, that was, um, you know, um, very common motivation. So I suppose that was the first, you know, okay, I hadn't thought about the Camino in years mm. because I was living in Ireland, so the Camino wasn't really, you know, something that I would be, in, you know, hearing about or seeing or anything, you know, on a daily basis. But it's just these people that, that came to the, the lessons. So then um, I thought, oh, maybe I could do something, you know, since there's so many people who want to do the Camino and want to learn a bit of Spanish, maybe I should do something that is more specific to, to the pilgrims. pilgrims. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, of course, I suppose the next step is, okay, it doesn't make sense to be uh, <laughs> teaching Spanish to pilgrims and not have a clue of what, you know, what their what their experience is, what they're yes. going through, uh, and all that. So I said, okay. So now I have to do. <laughs> I have to walk. <laughs> yes, exactly. uh, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I suppose that that's how it all. Uh, so it it was really after I came back um, home to Spain. Spain. That the idea yeah. of walking the Camino, really, yeah, got into my head. And you chose the the Camino Inglés, which yes. is, which starts in Ferrol. So mm -hmm. why why did you choose that particular Camino? Um, well, I knew I didn't want to do the Camino Frances. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, that I was. Uh, yeah, I knew that for sure. Probably, most likely, because. Uh, you know, it's the, the one everyone is doing and everyone is talking about mm. it. And it's like, ah, that's just, you know, no, that's, you know, I uh, sometimes, you know, I have this thing of doing the opposite of what everybody else is doing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, no, no, I can't do that. I, you know, I, I, I really didn't feel any, um, I don't know, interest in, in the Camino Frances. So... I suppose the most obvious choice for me would have been the Camino Portugués since I I lived there already. Um, but then I, you know, uh, 
I don't know, the, the Camino Inglés, it kind of sounded interesting for some reason. So it was between those two. Okay, I was trying to decide and it's between those two. Um, so, well, I was, you know, reading stuff and, you know, getting information and all that as, as you do. And I, I came across a book, uh, well, it's, it's a mixture of a guidebook plus personal experience mm. at uh, Susan Jagannath's um, oh, guide on yes. the Camino Inglés. And I really enjoyed that book. And I said, okay, yeah, so I want to do this Camino. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that was it. Yeah. I actually heard about the Camino Inglés, first of all, through a talk that the Camino Society of Ireland gave. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about the um, uh, the Celtic Camino and mm-hmm. the, the 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 actual link between Ireland and yes. and, and and Spain and mm-hmm. the actual um, um, uh, the actual paths or, or ways that, uh, that pilgrims took from Ireland to Spain mm-hmm. in the medieval times. The pilgrims used to uh, travel by boat uh, from Dublin mm-hmm. uh, or from the from the United Kingdom um, to the ports in A Coruña, and this was in 2017. And um, I I really started to look into it at that stage, and that's when I, um, I, I that that really caught my mind. Um, so. That's when I started to think about the Camino Inglés. I walked it in 2019, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what I... I walked I, like a week after me. I walked a week after you. you. <laughs> That's right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were comparing notes at that stage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what I did was, uh, I, uh, myself and my brother, we, we walked from, from Ferrol to Ponte Dume and Ponte Dume to Batanzos. And we tracked back to A Coruña, and then we walked from A Coruña to Santiago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're, we, so not only did we walk the twenty-five kilometers in Ireland, we we got a bit of the Faroe way, mm-hmm. and then we got the A Coruña mm-hmm. way as mm-hmm. well. So. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a bit, of, a bit of the best of both worlds. Yes, you got the whole, the whole experience. <laughs> the whole experience. <laughs> and the one thing I noticed as well, uh, Maria, uh, I, I noticed that there was quite a lot of pilgrims um, on boat routes. Uh, so it, there was um, um, not so much on the Acarunia route, but on the on the mm. uh, on the Carol route, quite a lot of pilgrims. Mm-hmm. So it was gaining popularity. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I I have to say I before I did the I did walk with my family. I think we walked up. It was just like one we got to Betanzos. Uh, but that was a year, so it was I think the end of uh, beginning of March. We didn't see one single pilgrim. Oh, well, okay. Uh, we didn't see anyone at all. A pilgrim or even locals. I mean, the place yeah. was just deserted. Um, yeah. yeah. So it was a different experience just a couple of months earlier. Um, and this was in, um, I'm just trying to re- try. 
remember again. This was May you walked, was this? Yes, May. May, I did Ferrol, Santiago, but before that I had done Ferrol, Betanzos with my family, just three days. And uh, yeah, as I said, it was a very different experience. There was nobody around. Yeah. Now, I, I don't... You, from your time in Ireland, have you have you visited the west of Ireland? It, it, uh, and for people who are listening, um, uh, who are listening, the the Feral to the Camino Inglés is very much like uh, like like Lycia is very much like the west of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 like lots of lots of green yeah. stone walls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it, it's a beautiful, beautiful um, um, Camino, and definitely something that that one uh, that a, a pilgrim pilgrim should consider uh, walking. Um, in maybe in place of walking from Saria to Santiago, mm-hmm. so it's it's definitely a one to consider. Um, um, I'm actually considering walking again. Uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't mind. I mean, yeah. I I really liked it. I mean, I I was glad. I you know I I went for that, mm. um, and I, I wouldn't mind walking it again. Maybe try the Coruña leg also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did do that part. Now, t- talk to me about your time in Ponte Vedra. Um, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned uh, on your on your blog that there were pilgrims walking through the the, the, the town um, mm-hmm. that's something you've always noticed well it, since I came back I mean mm. as uh, I was saying earlier I don't remember that like as a child or even a teenager you know when I left for Ireland I don't remember all those years ago seeing pilgrims walking through town or you know yeah, uh, but definitely since I came back, uh, it's something, and even not just the pilgrims, even all the um, the signs, you know, all mm. the shells and arrows and everything, they were not there before, all those years ago, now, you, you know, you can see them everywhere. Um, so it's certain yes. something that yeah. you notice that's it's growing yeah. in, pers- in popularity. Definitely, absolutely, yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I, I, as I said there earlier on, I, I walked the um, Portuguese in uh, the Portuguese route, the coastal route, in 2018 with my brother, and I walked through Pontevedra. Um, uh, it's such a beautiful city. Um, um, I had hoped to walk through it. Uh, last month unfortunately mm, yeah I, I, I couldn't do it <laughs> yeah um these things happen um yeah but hopefully next year i hope to do it maybe we could meet um yeah that would be nice that would be nice um but but the coastal route is is, is a beautiful route it, it, mm-hmm. it is is a, is a route that you would recommend to pilgrims um yeah i mean i i love the sea anyway the coast so anything that (laughs) any route that goes uh, near the coast is good for me Uh, maybe that was another reason why i wasn't so attracted to the camino francés so yeah i mean it's it's a beautiful uh, it's a beautiful area anyway all that um 
coastal part. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I definitely recommend it. Great, great. Now your web, your 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 blog, um, it stresses the importance of of, of knowing some Spanish for the Camino. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me? some essential phrases and uh and and maybe um tell me how, how you can pronounce them correctly um and maybe listen maybe go through say five or six of them just just for this for, for this podcast yeah sure yeah um yeah i mean it's definitely important and as i was telling you earlier all those you know uh students that kind of sparked my interest in the camino Many of them, they had stories of, you know, frustration mainly mm. because they didn't know any Spanish and they, they needed to communicate and, and I need it now and I don't know how to say this and they're not understanding me and, you know, yeah. but um, so they, they didn't want to feel like that again when they, you know, they were planning to go back. Um, I would say, uh, well, I'm sure most people would know the basic greetings. Well, we, we can still, mm. you know, um, remind them in case anyone doesn't know. Things like, okay, just hello is hola. Mm. Uh, hola. Well, everyone knows buen camino. I'm sure That's a na- uh, that, doesn't need, that doesn't need uh, much uh, explaining or anything. Um, uh, so... Things like, yeah, uh, hola, hello, hasta luego, see you later, or adios, goodbye. Uh, then things like uh, gracias, mm-hmm. thank you, gracias, or por favor, mm-hmm. uh, please. I think those words, most people probably, you know, they're, they're familiar with them, I'd they say. Be, yeah, yeah. Uh, then... Maybe useful ones. One could be no entiendo. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, no entiendo, or no hablo español. I don't speak Spanish. No hablo español. Um, also useful things. I don't know. Asking dónde está. Like if you need to, you're looking for. I don't know. A pharmacy, your albergue, um, a supermarket, and you want to ask someone where is the nearest pharmacy or the nearest shop, supermarket, church, uh, albergue, whatever it is, okay? Donde está? And then you just add, donde está la farmacia? más cercana so that would be like the nearest pharmacy that works la for everything farmacia. That's... Yeah. so just replace yeah. farmacia yeah. Exactly. Uh, el supermercado el Perfect. albergue yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and that you can use it for a number of things um, donde puedo sellar mi credencial so mm. where can I get my um, credential stamped, okay? Mm. So, sellar is to stamp, the, the thing, the stamp that you actually get on your credential, that's el sello, 
the, the verb to stamp is sellar. So, donde puedo, and don, puedo is I can or can I. Can I yeah. So, you know, even if you want to ask, can I do this? Can I, you can just use that puedo part, you know. Mm. So, see, so you got all these bits and pieces and then you can combine them. That's the great thing about Spanish and, is you can put it all together. It's, it's... And you said, yeah, the good thing is uh, like, Unlike English, where okay, you have a sentence, and if you mm. want to get a question, you need to start adding mm. other bits and pieces. Uh, in Spanish, all you have to do is just change your intonation. Mm. So say the same sentence as a question, and it works, and it's, it's perfectly grammatical. So. You don't need to be changing the order of the words or adding extra words or or anything. So that's what I was saying. That a word like puedo, it means I can, but it also works for can I. If you need to ask for, you know, can you do something? Can I do this? Can I? Um, I don't know. Then we have, well, yeah. Of course, credencial that mm. I mentioned there, and the sello, the stamps that you get on them. An important one that everyone hopes not to get, uh, ampolla, okay, a blister. Oh, dear, dear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you call that ampolla, mm. uh, one we hope we don't need to mention. Um, I don't know. Can, can you think of any any words that you would like to add to this? Maybe you have your ordering some food at a cafe or a restaurant, or yeah. Um, well, you can. The simplest way of uh, ordering something is just to say "quería" mm -hmm. and then whatever you want. Okay, there are other ways, but the, I say the simplest here would be quería. It's it would be the equivalent of I'd like. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, so simple, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can yeah. say quería quería un café con leche, por favor. Quería um, I don't know, whatever. You you know you want uh, una cerveza. Uh, just add anything after. Quería, and it works. Perfect. That's, that's I'd say, that's the, the the easiest. I mean, there are other ways of ordering things, but that's very simple. It's just one word. Should be easy to remember. And you can find all this information on SpanishForCamino.com. Uh, um, and I think I, I recommend visiting this blog um, for all this information it is really really helpful and really I, I, I recommend it for all pilgrims who are preparing for a Camino um, I think um, I, I, it's really really helpful yeah so um, one question I, I, I ask all my um, all my guests um, who have prepared for a uh, Camino um, and this is really for, helpful for, for pilgrims who are preparing for a Camino in the future. Is, is there something that, that, or is there anything, uh, it doesn't have to be something, but is there, it could be a number of things. It, it, 
that you would uh, advise um, um, future pilgrims uh, in the future? Um, um, is it like how to prepare? Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, have you have you have any tip? Have you any tips or any any tricks or uh, uh, like how to prepare for a Camino? Um, well, I mean, I I would do some training. I have to say, I'm probably mm-hmm. not the best. I I didn't kind of train specifically. You know, I didn't do any specific training. I mean, I kind of go out for walks on a regular basis, but obviously. I'm not walking 20 kilometers every day, you know, have the time for that. Um, But at least, you know, try to walk uh, as much as you can. One thing I I should have probably done more before I went uh, is, well, unlike other Galician cities, Pontevedra in general is quite flat, so I I wasn't really ready for <laughs> climbing, you know, yeah. going uphill. Um, so, for instance, the climb out of Pontevedra that nearly killed me. <laughs> it is a tough climb. It yeah. is tough, and I I wasn't pre- like the second time I did better. Uh, but um, the first time it, it nearly killed me and I just said, okay, I'm staying here. Someone please come and pick me up. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's it. Uh, so I would recommend if you if you can, you know, and if you don't have, like myself, you know, the, the place is quite flat, maybe use stairs, you know, go up and down stairs or find for some other way of, preparing a bit for you know the going uphill yeah um that would be one thing i i didn't train with my backpack either which i i read um, a lot of you know yeah people advising it's probably a good idea i'm i'm just saying i didn't do it <laughs> Uh, I still keep saying, oh, I should do it before my next amino. But then every time I go out for a walk, I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered carrying a pack. Uh, you know, do, don't do as I, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Probably, you know, not the, you know, not the best example to follow in that respect. It'd probably be a good idea to, you know, um, do a bit of practice with, with your the, with the backpack. With the backpack, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and I, I, I be, I was in your position as well. Um, I, I, for my first, for my first couple of Caminos, I did no, I did zero training with my backpack. But as the years went on, I, I, I learned to get get comfortable with, with my backpack. Um, but um. Yeah, that that's good, helpful, sound advice. I do remember the 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 the, the climb uh, at Ponte Duma. <laughs> I I myself, my brother arrived in, into Ponte Duma, uh, and we arrived crossing the bridge and at the at the foot of the of the uh, the hill, mm-hmm. and we just um, uh, at the at the bridge, we just saw the climb and we said, Ray, 
we have to climb that tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that that's when I finally understood all the you know in the guys when you get the elevation. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> and before that, I was like. Why are people so obsessed with these celebration things? <laughs> yeah. And you know what do they really mean? You know, in like in real life. <laughs> and then that day, I understood. Yeah. And it was a particularly cold morning the next morning, but we were really warm when we got to the top of the hill. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maria, it was really, really. Um, uh, great having you on the podcast um today thank you so much for having, having thank you yeah thank it was, you it was a pleasure um yeah, again you. you can find all great information on spanishforcomuno.com um uh, and uh, maria thank you very much again thank you and hopefully we'll we'll meet on the camino uh soon Absolutely. soon we'll be able to move freely and we can finally meet in person absolutely perfect buen camino have you walked the Camino de Santiago would you like to share your story if you would like to share your story please feel free to get in touch my email address is clearskiescamino at gmail.com or you can contact me through my blog clearskiescamino.com I look forward to hearing from you talk to you later Buen Camino.